Most doctors didn't believe or understand my concussion symptoms. What they said plus five tips. If it's not enough to have a concussion or TBI, on top of that comes that some doctors don't believe your symptoms because there is no proof for it. Every time this happened, I felt even more alone and lost and I panicked about it. What if they couldn't fix my problems? How would I be able to do that myself? My visits to my own doctor. The first visits to my doctor were confusing. I didn't hit my head, so my doctor only mentioned that I had a whiplash. During the first year, no doctor ever mentioned the word concussion. So I started to focus on everything related to whiplash. I went to my doctor many times and I can't remember the last time I saw him. He mentioned that I had a burnout symptoms and an anxiety disorder. He sent me to a psychologist and that was it. How I responded to my own doctor. I told him that I believed that talking about the emotional part is helpful, but that I didn't want to talk about it yet. It felt too early. I told him that I just wanted to have a good post-concussion treatment, not just treatment for my emotions. And that when my symptoms would go away, I don't need that psychologist anymore. I said that wasn't the right order to treat my concussion symptoms. I told him if he wasn't able to help me, that I would start looking myself for therapies and I didn't want to accept his recommendation to go to a psychologist that time. We are talking now about the first six months after my accident. I didn't see how he or she would be able to take away my symptoms. My doctor told me that I needed to accept things and work on myself. Yes, I did, but not in this way. I felt so misunderstood and went home with mixed feelings. It felt like I was all by myself and I wished there was a magic tool that I could measure my symptoms or a magic treatment that would take away all my symptoms. I never saw my doctor again. What my physiotherapist said to me. I went to a physiotherapist to do exercises for my neck. My neck was hurting and all these exercises didn't do me any good. I thought it was just a matter of time, so I continued going there once a week for eight weeks. I felt worse and worse. After those eight weeks, he told me, you are more flexible, so that's good. You improved a lot and the muscles in your neck are functioning better now. I couldn't believe it. I felt worse and he told me that I was functioning better. How? I told him that I didn't feel better, but even worse. And he told me again, it takes time and there's nothing more we can work on. There is no special treatment anymore. To hear that there was nothing more he could do while I was feeling worse wasn't easy at all. I was mad and sad at the same time and told him that he should not add some concussion symptoms, whiplash or TBI to his website. I told him this by sending him an email later on when I found out that I had a concussion. Guess what? He never responded to my email and I became my own doctor again. What my neurofeedback therapist said. After doing physio for eight weeks, which didn't make a difference, I heard about neurofeedback and I wanted to try this. I started with a QEEG scan and he told me that he saw some imbalances and that we were able to fix this. 
I was excited because finally someone said that he could help me with my symptoms. At first, I went there for 10 sessions, two every week, but I didn't feel any difference. I started to lose hope, but he told me that it can take up to 15 sessions to do feel something. So I continued. After 15 sessions, everything was exactly the same, but he said that my next scan was better than my other one. But why didn't I feel any difference then? It will take time, he said. He told me again that it can take time. This felt like the same story my physiotherapist told me, but I didn't want to give up that soon, so I continued. After way more sessions and money spent, I had to give up and he agreed with me. He just suggested that I start working again, which would help me because then I didn't feel sad being at home all the time anymore. It could do me good was what he said. I didn't believe what I had just heard. I barely managed to come to his sessions for two times a week. How could I go back to work? What was he thinking? I felt so misunderstood again and said that I was not able to go back. My symptoms needed to improve before I could be trying to go back. He wished me all the best and that was that. I stepped outside his office and was alone with my symptoms again. Because in that moment, I didn't know what to say. I sent him an email after, my writing is better than talking, where I told him that I didn't like his approach at the end because it felt like he didn't believe me. After sending that email, I decided not to spend my energy on things like that anymore because it makes me sad. Things that can help when a doctor don't believe or understand your symptoms. Make a list of your symptoms and show them to your doctor. It helps to not forget something because in the moment things are always going different as planned. If they want to send you to a psychologist, let them know you want to treat your symptoms first. Don't get me wrong, I do believe a psychologist can help for the emotional part. But if you want to focus on improving your symptoms, make sure they will get that. Make notes during your appointments or ask if it's okay to record the conversation so you will be sure that by the end you will remember everything he or she said. This makes it possible to take a look at it when you're at home in your own safe space. If you feel your primary care doctor doesn't take your symptoms seriously, ask for a referral to a specialist that you could think can help you. If a doctor doesn't believe you, or if you notice that he is not really trying to help you, I always decided to find another doctor. It's very important to have help from specialists who believe you. You are not alone, we believe you. I want you to know that you are not alone in this, and I bet this happened to way more people with symptoms. I really hope there will be more awareness about this in the future, so we don't have to prove our symptoms all the time. It's hard enough to deal with it. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I want to end this podcast by telling you more about an ebook I just wrote because I wrote an ebook to help everyone who is dealing with concussion symptoms. And in this ebook, I am mentioning the seven things that have helped me during my concussion journey. 
And um, I believe there are way more aspects when you are healing from a concussion that can help. There is not just one thing you have to work on it. There are more things. So in this ebook, I'm, I'm talking about seven things that really help me to move forward. And if you are curious about these things, just click on the link in the description of this podcast, because there you will go directly to the ebook. You just have to leave your email and then you will get it in your inbox right away. And of course, if you have any questions about it, if you think, okay, you just missed something or if you want to share what's helped you. So please feel free to always send me a message on Instagram. This is at the concussion community. I would love to hear more about it. And I just love the fact that the Instagram is growing and growing. There are already over 14K people. And it made me realize that there are so many people dealing with these symptoms and I think we can help each other. And yeah, there's so much more out there than just your primary doctor, because if you are going to your doctor and he or she doesn't believe you, yeah, there are so many things online as well that can help you. Um, yeah, we are, we are willing to help you and that's also the reason why I created this community because I believe there is so much more out there and there are on the, in this community 84 experts who would love to help you moving forward in your journey again and there are around 160 people in the community exactly on the same path as you are so I think we can help each other we can support each other because that's so important so Again, feel free to download my ebook. So I hope one of these seven things will help you to move forward or start following me on Instagram. I would love that. And for now, I'm wishing you a good day. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope this was helpful for you. If it was, I would love it if you share it on Instagram, in a story or in a post and check the concussion community in it. I just love to see who is listening. And one last thing, are you listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts? Would you maybe do one small thing in return? Leave a short review? The more reviews this podcast will get, the easier it is for other people to find this podcast and to feel less alone and lost in their journey. Thank you so much and I hope to see you next time.